Nice boy. episode of your favorite podcast no this isn't my favorite murder no this isn't my brother my brother and me no this isn't dynamic banter no this isn't uh a uh all fantasy everything no this isn't um uh last podcast on the left no this isn't we watch no. wrestling no this isn't this anything isn't from the headgum catalog no this, no, this isn't, isn't the joe rogan the experience uh we wit you wish it was the joe rogan experience you perverts welcome wow. welcome to the show i'm high energy low carb once again daddies wow we're back we're i really didn't want to do thing. this one but now i'm feeling great you're a liar I, you're a lie are your pants on fire right now is something smoking oh god oh god room? oh god <laughs> my pants my pants fuck my pants listen don't fuck my pants that's my job i'm mad dude why i'm so mad why are you mad i just Found out that the Shrek movie that's coming out next year, everybody's been talking about, is fake. It's not real. That was a hoax. There's no Shrek movie coming out next year. We fell for it, huh? I spoke to the people at DreamWorks. I sent them an email because I was concerned about it. Seriously, there's no Shrek movie coming out next year. I'm a little bit pissed. Well, we... I live for a couple things. A couple simple things. It keeps Just you going. Really your day to day keeps me going just my bits i just and at this point in my life shrek's become a real important bit and i i have people in my life that send me shrek memes that know what i need you know today and now the shrek movie ain't even real today i posted a an instagram story that said layers baby and then brandon mcalpine said like an onion and that's from Shrek. Did you just scoff at Brandon McAlpine? Ugh. He listens to this. No, he don't. Did, Listen, man. Did he stop listening? I am working on. Nah, we're not done like talking a, about Brandon McAlpine. Are, does he? I don't know? know if he listens consistently or not. I don't talk to those people a lot. Listen, man. What Here do you mean go. those people, blacks? <laughs> yeah. <I just laughs> stutter. Um. We're we're working. We're supposed to be doing going to a Christmas party this weekend, and there's a white elephant, and that's the gift exchange. And I was like, "What could I do?" Walgreens is doing fifty percent off their photo. We'll take a picture of me, put on a shirt. That's a great white that's elephant a good one. gift. Uh, yeah, a DVD well, copy of Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, I I've took a couple pictures with my shirt down, like my shirt unbuttoned. I got a shirt on. My shirt's completely unbuttoned. Let me see these photos. Are they too sexy, you think? Oh, God. It's too sexy, huh? Are you showing That's any too... nipple? No, absolutely. You can see in the picture. There's no nip. Oh, there's there. no nip. Okay, then no I think nip. that's tasteful. That's t Alyssa says it's too handsome. Maybe if I take... She said, take your whole shirt off and do it from the back. <laughs> do it like a, a like, back shot. Look work. over your shoulder. That's more sensual. That's like, ooh, come hither, daddy. Yeah, I don't think it's inappropriate. I, but I think maybe just my, you know, 
just me naturally, you know, giving off those vibes. I think is not that it's just you. What no matter what picture you take, yeah, it's gonna be too handsome. Yeah, she didn't want people getting horny for it. Right, you know? and I get that. That's your wife. Your wife doesn't want anybody, any people getting horny for you. Sure, she wants to be horny for you herself. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, in her defense, uh, I still think that that's a perfect photo. So it's Here's, not in her defense at all. Here was the what I was taking reference. That's from. the inspo. Yeah. Who is just that? a guy? I don't know. I just looked up funny headshots. Um, I think that you should slap that bastard on a shirt. I think I'm going to print a million of them. Listen, uh, we got to talk. Um, we don't get. We don't. Do you get, think anybody would buy that shirt? Like with just my face. Like on our it? fans. Do you think our fans would buy this shirt? Hey, tweet at us, Instagram at us, if you would buy a shirt. Um, Austin will post the photo on our Instagram. I can't. Alyssa will get mad. <laughs> she doesn't follow our Instagram. <laughs> she doesn't know. I took a bunch of different ones. Let me see them. Let me give me options. All right. Find so your angles. Here's here's one. Hair up. That one's good. Says giving a, you're giving the shh. Yeah. Here's another one. Hair up. Bite and lip. Yeah. I'm into that. Then. I showed you the two with my hair down. Here's my hair down with a different style. I think like, hey. the hair up is more is is less sexual. Less sexual. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, I hair think up, that's the one. Less sexual, ladies. You heard it here. Second, hair <laughs> up, less sexual. <laughs> um. Well, we'll I guess it all depends on the situation and the person. Because sure. Hair up sometimes means a real good thing. Um, not uh, Christmas. It means Christmas. Means time with friends and cheer and blowjob. But mostly Christmas. So mostly Christmas. Mostly Christmas is our new acapella group we just started. Yeah, mostly Christmas. We I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh, I remember. Never mind. Let's keep talking about this. Okay. Mostly Christmas. Hair up, ladies. So, yeah, if you wanted, we need to just, I need to just do some art and then have someone turn it into a, lo- a thing. I think that I really like the idea of just a picture of you on a shirt, but this isn't the first time that that's happened. Yeah, here's here's what I'm saying. I've got ideas for shirts. I want to do a butthole mania shirt, like a silhouette of like you pointing at a custom like butthole mania slash WrestleMania sign in like cartoon. I think that'd I be want amazing. To, yeah, I want to do that. I've come up. I want to do like a thank you, daddy, for that hand. I think that's funny from the episode we just did. Um, I think you could put that on a shirt, and that would be very funny. Um. <laughs> um. I didn't know I was doing one of those memorable bits when I was doing that. <laughs> it was very funny, but Thank you. Um, that bit was like, I just threw that one away a little bit. But yeah. I'm, uh, people seem to really like that one. So thank you. Daddy for that Th- hand. Thank you, Daddy, for those hands. <laughs> thank you, Daddy. For... Oh, thanks, Daddy. Um, Listen, we don't get political on here, but... I saw a sign the other day, 
and Jimmy Wang Yang is running for president <laughs> in 2020. Here's the thing. And I think it's our responsibility to vote for him. Is he really? Is this real? Or is, are you Shrek 4 in me? 5 in me? I'm sh- I'm Shrek 5 in you because what it is, uh, Andrew Yang is running. So what they did, they just took a picture of Jimmy Wang Yang <laughs> and then put the Yang logo in front of it for 2020. I love that. Um, yeah. Here's the thing we love about Jimmy Wang Yang. Everything. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite wrestler. Um, yeah. No joke. If you live in the Cincinnati area, and you if you ever need, ever, yeah, need transportation to a party, yeah, call Jimmy Wang's redneck party bus. Well, here's the thing: he's changed it. He's got options now. It's not just a redneck party bus. Uh, me and I, Patrick, was telling me because we passed this place go driving throughout the Cincinnati area that said my party bus outside and i was like yo you know jimmy wang yang has got a party bus and he's like i think that's his place so i may or may not have passed it driving down the interstate dog um because cj wanted to rent the redneck party bus for patrick's uh (laughs) bachelor party which like he should (laughs) have which he should have yes i agree um i would it be bad if we did that and we just like we just like we don't want to go anywhere, Mr. Wang Yang. We just want to interview you for our stupid podcast, and this is the only way we could think of to get you on. Could we do that? I think we could. We're giving him money. Would he want something? I mean, because we're not going to spend up. We're not going to party on his bus. No, we're we're just going to have a nice conversation with Jimmy Wang. With Jimmy <laughs> Wang Yang. I think. Uh, yeah, bud. I think that's it. I think, I think that's, that's the move, right? <laughs> we rent his party bus for the 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 minimum. Yeah. And then Whatever we interview him the whole time. And then interview Jimmy Wang Yang. And we eat snacks podcast. with James Wang Yang. Wow. What do you think Jimmy Wang Yang likes to eat? Funyuns, maybe? <laughs> oh, he's a Funyun guy from way back. <laughs> you, you know what he likes specifically? What? Frosted honey buns, I bet. Frosted honey buns is a good pool for Jim. Can you imagine him in his uh, white tank top, arm out the bus, just eating a frosted honey bun? Living the damn dream. Love Wang Yang. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, Google a picture of Jimmy Wang Yang. You will not be disappointed. Wow. Jimmy Wang Yang, uh, he was a wrestler back in the mid, early, mid 2000s, and he was a jobber. I think he was a pretty decent wrestler in Japan, but they got him over here and just had him doing stupid stuff. Put a uh, cowboy hat on him. (laughs) Put a cowboy hat on, run around, uh, just like squirting mustard and ketchup on people. I don't know what he did. It was just dumb. Um, But yeah, man, Jimmy Wang Yang lives in Cincinnati and he owns a party bus, and we're going to get him on the podcast. I think that's the move. That's our that's that's the top. Once we've done that, then we can quit. We could quit. And we've thought about quitting a lot recently. We thought about <laughs> quitting before getting Jimmy on. But now we can't quit until we get Jimmy on. Yeah. I think that's the move. Are we buddy. setting our bar too low? <laughs> Where do you go once you reach the top? Jimmy Wang gets <laughs> the top, baby. I guess so. We're at the top of the ladder with Jimmy Wang. <laughs> Where do you I mean where else can you go? The fucking moon, baby. 
<laughs> we'll do a podcast on the moon. That's after Jim. That's for the reunion tour. <laughs> Try to get on the moon with Jimmy Wang Yang. Hey, th- <laughs> hey, that party bus go to the moon, Jimmy? We're tr- we're trying to get this party bus <laughs> to the moon, <laughs> baby. To the moon. <laughs> let's uh, we'll get let's it. get in. Let's you know any space people? You got any people like Space you know? Connects? I get, do I got a space yeah. plug? Miss Frizzle. You got a space got guy. Miss Frizzle probably. She also owns a party bus. <laughs> she does have a very... Wait, wait a second. Are we... Are we We did set the bar too low. Miss Frizzle is who we have to get I on the podcast. that's who we got to get on the podcast. She has the ultimate party bus. <laughs> it does go to space. It shrinks down. I'm sure it's been a river raft at some point. Cruising up down Main Street. Feeling like I'm feeling good. Wow. Octopus in my neighborhood? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you asking? (laughs) Oh, my God. This is a good one. Um, uh, An octopus in my neighborhood. That sounds like... um, I don't think that Ghostbusters can fix that one. No, that sounds like a Radiohead song. (laughs) Yeah. Octopus in my neighborhood. Overrated mm. head. I don't like him. I'm not in the Radiohead. Never. Not I. I never. Never really had a phase. Yeah. No, I didn't like Radiohead. I think when I first started getting into like alternative, like uh, bands, like punk, like I mean, I like the Ramones, but I feel like that's like up, uh, like that's a thing. But I mean, like uh, I'm talking about like that kind of genre. Paramore was the first band I got into that was like that. I really liked Green Day a lot. Yeah, I like Green Day too. Um, I watched their uh Hall of Fame induction for like the third time last night. <laughs> I, just I did love watch it, um man. Yeah, they're great. They're a good band. I uh, like Billy Patrick, Joel Armstrong. Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy said a really cool thing about Billy Joe where he mm-hmm. said that Billy Joe's guitar stance is just as recognizable for a punk fan as uh Michael Jordan uh, slam dunking a ball and i agree wholeheartedly that's that. pretty cool man that's a cool that is thing a cool to say thing. um i love i love green day they're one of my favorite bands you guys should do american idiot at your playhouse dude you know how many times i've pitched that <laughs> no one can no one wants to do a rock opera they don't want to do like a jukebox musical but they just did all shook up and that's all elvis tunes but like it's all old people yeah they're not into it. And all I'm saying right now is I could play St. Jimmy. Yeah. I'd be such a great St. Jimmy. St. Jimmy from the Weezer song? No. Wrestle with Jimmy? That's not him? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hold on. Did he wrestle and then die in the wrestling match and then became a saint? Hey, buddy. Maybe. Maybe it's all in the same universe. Maybe we in our fan fiction, he sure did just now. And then uh, in our fan fiction, uh, uh, Saint Jimmy probably uh, screws Scotty from Scotty Doesn't Know. They have sex. Who the song Scotty Doesn't Know? Doesn't know what. Don't tell Scotty. Tell him what. Well, he doesn't know. Yeah. Who. About St. Jimmy. 
Scotty? Yeah. He doesn't no. he doesn't know. Who doesn't? Scott, Scotty does it. <laughs> About what are we gonna tell him? Don't just don't. Just don't right. tell him. I'm not done yeah. with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. I think it went on plenty long. Enough. I think it went on way too long. About ten seconds yeah. too long. Um, yeah, baby. Back to James Wang Yang's party bus. Yeah, we got to get it up there, man. I think we can get it to space. I think with our <laughs> pool in- interests, we can get it up there. You got you got Elon Musk's phone number? No, I do. Call Give him, him a call. Yeah. Oh wait, he's dead. That's from the last one. <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> he's um, dead to me. You saw. You saw that you saw truck. Thing. Um. So you started doing a thing on on Facebook or whatever, and well, we comment on the rocks posts. Right. Yeah. Where yeah, we where you just say nice things, just words of affirmation for the rock. Yeah. He needs it. Um. I posted on one the other day that got... Did you see all the comments on it? No, I didn't. Okay, so... Uh, let uh, me, wait, let me look at Let me pull it up. Yeah, no, hey, go I'll ahead just do read. it right now. Go ahead yeah, I commented on... Uh, Dwayne posted a picture of him, and he he his daughter was born a couple of years ago, and he did like a skin-to-skin thing. And now they posted a picture. Of it's The Rock with Baby Yoda. And I commented, I said, it's so cool that you're in on this Baby Yoda thing, Dwayne. Love Baby Yoda, your pal, Austin. And then Shane commented and said, I agree, Dwayne, this rules. Austin's pal, Shane. And then this other guy commented and said, I also agree, this is Austin. Shane's pal, Gabe. And then someone said, I love this, Gabe's pal, Mike. And then someone said, love this, I do, Mike's pal, Simon. And then someone else said, I also love this, Simon's pal, Jeremiah. So we got... We got a couple got guys. Got a good on little there. chain going. We got some guys on there. I got 19 likes on it. I, and then you got idiots like Nico Hurtado and Boss Logic getting thousands of likes because they're scrubs, but whatever, man. It's because they got that blue check mark. It's because they're famous, but. Because here's the them. deal. Here's the deal with me. Ready? Yeah. Dwayne's going to see that. That's got 19 likes. No yeah. way Dwayne doesn't see that. No way Dwayne doesn't see What it. if he says, Austin's pal Dwayne, would you come? <laughs> my goal, I got my post notifications turned on. Every time The Rock posts, I know about it. Also, <laughs> oh, I forgot to say this. You, you, you can put people on your close friends list on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and the only person on my close friends list is, is Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so i can send messages that just Dwayne can see i can post something to my story and just Dwayne will see it because he's my close friend <laughs> god i love that i love everything about that that's so funny yeah. what if that's like a weird glitch in the matrix where Dwayne sees it like it goes to the top of his stories that would be insane wouldn't it that would be try. just too much, huh? Give it a try. Say something to Dwayne. Post something. Say something to Dwayne. Yeah, and your close okay. friends. All right. How do you? So I'll go to add a story, right? Right.
Hey, Dwayne, this is a Nice Boys podcast. We're here recording. We're talking about you. We're big, big fans. Big fans of you, Dwayne. Uh, my Shane friend says we're big fans of you, Dwayne, and we hope you the best on your Jumanji movie. See ya. All right. Close friends. That's it. I've done it. Now it has a green circle around my story, if you can see it up there. And only For Dwayne just your close can judge friends. me. Oh, that's our next shirt. Only Dwayne can judge me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I only think Dwayne we just got to make me. that. <laughs> only Dwayne can judge me. <laughs> yeah, man, that's perfect if I've ever seen it. So close friends, edit your close friends list. Um, your list. The Rock, that's it. He's the only guy that's on there. Perfect. That's all you so, need. Hopefully he sees it. Hey, Dwayne, hope you see it, bud. He listens. He he doesn't if, follow you on Instagram, if, but he listens. What if I just check in a couple hours after I've been to work and it says that Dwayne has viewed it? <laughs> Dude, would you shit? What would I, I would, bud, huh? It'll never happen. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We somehow get a hold of Dwayne. Yeah. I know it's a step below Jimmy Wingate, but we get Dwayne on yeah. the podcast. We get Dwayne on the party bus. <laughs> oh, my God. We get Dwayne <laughs> on the party bus, and it's just a shoot interview between us, Jimmy Wang Yang, and Dwayne. Yeah, baby. Damn. What, do you what think? were you going to say? What do you think? We get him on the podcast. That was, that was the end of it. We just would get him on That's the podcast. It. Like, what would get happen? Get him on the pod. Yeah. Wait, I will. What do you think Dwayne and Jimmy Wang Yang have to say to each other? Did they oh, overlap? Gosh, I don't know. I can do a quick Google search and see uh, if they ever wrestled. Yeah, see if they <laughs> see if they ever wrestled. I don't think they did. We got. Um, Jimmy Yang Yang, where are they now? Jimmy Wang Yang versus Ezekiel Jackson. Jimmy Wang Yang versus Drew McIntyre. Jimmy Yang Wang versus Paul London. Wow. Well, guys. I guess they never wrestled. I guess Jimmy Wang Yang was around a lot later in wrestling than what I had realized. What, like 2000? He was, well, he was in... Uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Well, the Jimmy Wang Gang versus Ezekiel Jackson, that's 2010. The one versus Drew McIntyre is 2010. Yeah, that's they're, about they're, right. They're squash matches. I got um some checks. Slam next. Master J versus Jimmy Wang Yang. Jimmy Wang Yang and Tori Wilson versus Victoria. What are you what are you doing? ASMR for the for the the freaks out there. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Dude, what if we got Festus on the podcast? <laughs> not the good brother. Not Carl uh, Anderson. Carl Anderson is not the guy you're thinking of. Not fuck, what's his name? Shit. Festus. Otis. <laughs> Otis. <laughs> 
What's his the name? Guy in heavy machinery that's not Owen. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. That's it. You got it. Festus. Right. I don't want Luke Gallows. I want Festus. Yeah, let's get Festus on the pod. Wow, we got to come up with something to talk about other than this wrestling stuff, huh? People love this shit. People love it. I mean, I'm check serious, smicks. though. What's your favorite kind of checks mix? Go. Oh wow. I like the I like the bold and spicy, the black bag. Yeah, that one's a good one. The bold flavor. I yeah. like it. It's it's more spicy than the original. Yeah, it's got a little zest. That's what I need in my life is a little zest. A little zest. Whoa. I look at the bag. I go, yeah, daddy, zest. Zest That's me up, daddy. For. Thank you for that. Zest hand. me. Woo, dad. Hey, dad, zest me real good. I'm not a big fan of inzest, but <laughs> I, do like, I do like those chips. <laughs> I, I did Listen, it. Listen, I'm not... Looking to get a zestual relationship. Right. But. (laughs) I don't want to get in a zestual relationship with my dad, but I do want those chips. (laughs) I'm trying to munch down on them chippies. God, dude. Love that. This is the best one we've ever done. Uh, (laughs) If you don't think so. (laughs) He's got 20 solid minutes of party bus talk (laughs) right in the snacks. (laughs) Miss Frizzle to the fucking moon, baby. <laughs> oh, wow. The Rock just posted the video. Here we go. It's already got a seven, 1,000, like, it's already got 1,700 likes in 20 seconds. What's it about? Uh, all right. He's talking about toasting for Jamani. I'll raise my tequila up to you right now, Dwayne. You're living the dream. Keep it up. Your pal, Austin. That's a good one. <clears throat> we just took a break on the podcast to comment on Dwayne's post. Comment on Austin's post on Dwayne's post. Please, I'm being a good friend. You guys need to cool it. Did you post it? I did post it, and then I liked it. Dude, it's literally just a bunch of, like, women on here just posting, like, like those uh, Instagram porn sites or whatever. Just That's all it is. It's me and all of them. Hopefully he sees it. Austin says, I'll raise up my tequila. And Emily Aubrey says, anyone who can guess my bra size, I'll give you $500. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff you want to Give it a on. try. Give it a try. What do you think? <laughs> 32C. I'm not even looking, man. Wow. We got to talk about something, bud. We can't just... We got to... We well, gotta, talk. We gotta talk d- while I'm doing this. 
I'm going to write drinking two for you, Dwayne. Austin's pal Shane. I've been trying to get. Uh, I've been collecting my action figures more. I got some new ones I'm excited about. Well, no way. Yeah. What'd you get? I got an ar- I got an armored Green Lantern. Love Arm and Hammer. I got this armored Aquaman. Love Waterboy. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. What if Aquaman <laughs> 2018 instead of Jason Momoa was Adam Sandler's Bobby Boucher <laughs> in that movie? We're not the first person to think of that. No, we're not. But I'm having fun with it. That's what we're. That's what it's about. Did you have you seen Aquaman? I have not. Okay, so you don't know about all the goings ons, political and otherwise. Um. Yeah, I do know that Jason Mimosa uh, looks like a Greek god chiseled from marble. Yeah, I mean he's no Adam Sandler, but he's he's <laughs> he looks pretty good. Hey. Are you going to tell you which one of us should tell Adam Sandler his shorts too big? Billy Eilish probably should tell. Him. William Eilish needs to tell Adam Sand- Sandler that his shorts too big. <laughs> hey, Bill, your they shorts too big. big. I like big shorts Adam and Sandler I cannot lie. Too many shorts? Too many shorts is not a thing. Dude, it's so nice to have a lot of shorts. You think so? Oh yeah, I'm from. I live in Florida. It's real hot and spicy. Yeah, ain't nothing better than slipping on a clean pair of shorts. Except for today was very cold. It was. I don't want to say because all of our listeners in the north are going to be like, "You little, well, you little whimperoony dooney." You sob. I just googled. Does Adam Sandler have too many shorts? Okay. And. USA or BuzzFeed asked in 2015, serious question, how many pairs of basketball shorts does Adam Sandler own? (laughs) For many, many years, one question has been lingering on my mind. It keeps me up at night and makes my hands clammy. That question is, how many pairs of basketball shorts does Adam Sandler own? Well, let's see. So they just... Okay, now they're just listing all the times Adam Sandler's been seen in basketball shorts. <laughs> this is all that this is. <laughs> this is post. Um, That's BuzzFeed, baby. I'm going to stop eating Chex Mix now. So, so uh, at least 14 pairs. They have at least 14 pictures of it. You could change your shorts every day for two weeks and be solid. In different pairs of basketball shorts. And they are so big, huh? They're all like mid-shin. Dude, I'm telling you right now, he's at least three sizes up in his basketball shorts. Yeah. Maybe he just likes it. Likes a 4X basketball short. And here he is with a Fender shirt, the basketball shorts, and a pair of Ugg boots on. God, he's living the dream, huh? What a champ. Dude, I want to get rich and just dress like a slob. I think that's the move, huh? I think so. Everybody that does it, Shia LaBeouf does it, and he's cool as hell. You got quiet on me. Yeah, I'm Googling real quick, uh, get rich dressed like a slob, just to see what comes up. Okay. 
I feel like that's something we can um, kind of get behind. I like Shia LaBeouf. I think he makes good acting choices. I think so, and, too. Um, I didn't like him in Even Stevens, but I like him as an adult. Did you not like Even Stevens? No. Why not? Uh, just because I don't care. Hey. This um, my th- internet's being real slow, but I'm excited to read this article. This 10-year um, friendship is down the drain now because you don't like even Stevens. Well, listen to this, bud. According to Quartz.com, <laughs> dressing like a slob can make you seem wealthier and more authoritative. Well, I've seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> Big you make commission. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Dressing down. Huge. <laughs> Can surprisingly improve the way people perceive you. According to a group of new studies from Harvard Business School, one study asked both shop assistants and pedestrians in Milan what they thought of people who went into luxury stores wearing sweatsuits. Sweat. They were also. <laughs> Want to run that one by <laughs> me again, son? Sure. One study asked both shop assistants and pedestrians in Milan what they thought of people who went into luxury stores wearing sweatsuits. They <laughs> were also asked about. <laughs> I didn't just think say you it were gonna wrong say again. Again. They're <laughs> just uh, luxury wearing sweatsuits. They were also asked about people who went into luxury stores wearing fur coats. While people on the street thought that the well-dressed individuals were more likely to buy something, shop assistants had the opposite view. If people had the gall to wear gym clothes into the store, they must feel pretty confident and probably have a lot of money. Another study found that students had more respect for a fictitious professor if he wore a t-shirt and had a beard. So here's the thing. Go into fancy stores, wearing your sweats. Dress like shit. Act like you're gonna buy something and don't. Yeah, that's it. That's all you gotta do. Nobody's baby. better than you. And this is what I mean by talking about life lessons. I was talking about yesterday how we're an educational podcast. We're teaching people out here. We're out here shaping the culture. We're right up there with DJ Khaled. Is DJ Khaled shaping the culture? I believe so. <laughs> Round shape, maybe. He's got maybe a- all those shoes. He's got a son. He's got tons of jewelry. He it's not even knows about the jewelry, though. I know it's not, but he <laughs> he gets a haircut out, every day. Every day, he's got the major keys to life. He talks about opening doors and taking them out of people's hands, taking doors out of their hands. Yeah, he loves stomping mud holes and walking them dry. Loves, he invented the people's eyebrow. He said, fuck fear, drink beer. That's what he said. <laughs> Did you see that post the other day? I think someone, I can't remember where it was at. It might have been a meme or a post or something, but they actually it actually showed the guy who threw Stone Cold the beers. Yeah, I saw that. We were talking about that the other day. Like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that guy is so good at catching beers. <laughs> He's so good at throwing them, baby. Man, they how do you think that they train like athletes? Or do you think that there's just a, a <laughs> for natural the, for the beer throwing? 
Or do you think that like Steve Austin is just so naturally good at catching beers? Yeah, I think um no, I think they definitely practice. You think that they have Let's have beer practice real quick. But I think once uh I think once I get the ring set up, Steve just goes to different they run some plays. Steve goes to different spots. <laughs> Try button hook this time. Hell yeah. Yeah, speaking of button hook, Audible's your best place to get podcasts. You like audio books, you hate reading, you little bit of a dumb dumb. Well let me tell you. And like um anytime like they'll like set up like uh mannequins in front of the guy that's throwing just in case someone gets in his way. Like they're running like all kinds of drills, you know, to get those beers in the Stone Cold's hand. That guy's so good at catching beers, dude. We were talking about that. We were talking about that when you were here. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, it's impressive. It's, it is. It's so cool. From like 50 clicks, this dude's chucking Miller lights at Steve Austin. It's amazing. I wonder if there's a supercut of Stone Cold catching beers. <laughs> there better be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, see every man. beer ever caught on television i bet it's like four hours long (laughs) i don't think there's one on here there's the beer bath there's a beer bash there's stone cold steve austin celebration with jr there's steve austin tries fancy cocktails for the first time Hell yeah. All that stuff. I'll tell you a fancy cocktail. Right? Yeah, I have. That one's really good. Um, yeah. What do you think Steve Austin's favorite drink is? I know, what? I know what Steve Austin's favorite drink is. What do you think it is? Yeah. Oh, what do I think it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like a PBR. No. Steve nah, Austin no, not. What is it? loves margaritas. Oh yeah, that's right. He I forgot loves that. margaritas, dude. That guy talked. I was making my own little margarita set up and making them the way I like. Don't make them like that. Make them like yes. And I told, I told that son of a bitch over at the, the Sheraton Hotel in Dallas, Texas. Hey, this is how I make my margaritas. You make me one like mine. Make me one like yours. Make me one like you make it. All right. I'm going to try it. We're going to see what happens. I take a drink, and that I tell you right now, that was the most badass margarita I've ever had. Hell yeah. Dude, once we get Dwayne and Jimmy Wang Yang together, we got to get Steve Austin into a Margaritaville. That's what Whoa. we got to do. We go to Margaritaville Resort on 192 in Kissimmee, Florida. Hell yeah, we they got a badass little resort back there. We get them chock full of margaritas. Blue I mean, Chew. Listen to this. Listen, listen. No, stop the bit. Listen, I've been in Florida multiple times, and you have more Margaritaville culture than I could possibly have here in Tennessee, and we have not been to a Margaritaville in Florida. Fuck. Yet, you have come up here to Tennessee, and we have been to Margaritaville. We've been to Margaritaville, so I'm to make- and we've bought we bought Margaritaville shirts in Tennessee. We did do that, but not at Margaritaville. They're too expensive. No, you go to yeah. Sam's Club. That's where they get you. Ten bucks. 
Anyway, we, I, I just, I need to go to Margaritaville somewhere what, by the sea. Why haven't we gone to Margaritaville? I don't know, we buddy. We the chicken guy this time. Where else did we go? Did we go anywhere I'm going to make a weekend we trip Waffle just to go House? to Margaritaville. <laughs> we went to Waffle House. Yeah? I don't know where... I don't know why we didn't go to Margaritaville. That was the only restaurant we went to. <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> well, we went we went there. We went to Wawa. We went to... What else did we do? Chicken Guy? Okay, yeah, we did go to Chicken Guy. I take that back. Um, but yeah, we cooked the rest of the time. <laughs> okay. We gotta, we gotta shift gears. We gotta do something zany. Shift gears, drink beers, baby. Turn it up a little bit. Shake it up. Hey, didn't you have a conspiracy corner or something? Oh fuck! Yeah, hold on. Shit, I don't want to do this fucking crap. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Hell yeah! Do you not like it when I do the Steve Austin bit? I do. Why? I don't know. I was just wondering. I wouldn't. I? <laughs> I walk alone. <laughs> um, I'm not going to give you guys context. You're just going to not know. Um, you're going to know that I saw something real good and you don't, you don't know what it is. You don't even know. You wouldn't even get it. Have you ever heard? Of a social group in Alabama University called the Machine. The Machine? No. The machine. All right. So the Machine. Wait, 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 wait. Machete? The Machete. The Machine. So the Machine. The Machine is a former Alpha uh, Alpha Rho chapter of the uh, the. The Beta New Echelon at the University of... There's a lot of big $10 words in this one. <laughs> <laughs> the University of Alabama. It's a coalition of uh, the Greek sororities and fraternities which are formed have formed a secret society. Okay. And some degree... With some degree of influence on the campus in Alabama... And Alabama state politics. This group, it's which called the Machine, the Machine. This group, which was operated in varying degrees since 1914, its roots run even deeper into the 19th century. Is uh, credited with selecting and ensuring the election of candidates and student government, homecoming queen, and other influential on-campus and off-campus offices, including the Student Government Association Senate. It was uh, it was evidently the first publicly noted as the, uh, the political machine in 1928 by Alabama's campus newspaper, the Crimson White. Okay, in 1945, the newspaper set, referred to the machine by name and has stuck ever since. Anyway, so it is the secret organization that was started by Alabama fraternities, and it's had like government influence influence and um are you there yeah dude i'm listening uh government influence in alabama besides 
on the team. And there's been uh, interviews of uh, Alabama's football coach. Yeah. Mentioning the machine and saying that's why people aren't coming to games. They're like, why is why why is were the why was the student section so empty? You guys used to be so rowdy. He's like, and he's like been like asked the machine. Wow. So I'm doing a little bit of just a quick Google search. There, you didn't say this. Mm-hmm. There are a white supremacist group. What? Yeah. They used to be, or they ten- still are. Well, as early as 1976, just from this first thing. Well, later than that. Hang on. So this is from businessinsider.com. I just typed in the Machine Secret Society. Here are 10 stories that will show you how an all-white secret society has allegedly controlled the University of Alabama for decades. 1976, students burn crosses after a black candidate wins the student body president election. Dang. Wow. 1983, the FBI investigates an independent candidate's home phone being tapped. Yo, so this is like yeah. shadow government type stuff. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. It's like a secret university. society, dude. The machine 1986, the machine breaks into an independent SGA candidate's office. Mm-hmm. Three years after Bolus, that's a fellow's name, phone was tapped, independent candidate John Merrill had his office broken into allegedly, allegedly by two members of a machine fraternity. Both of the students Merrill discovered in his office were allegedly associated with the campaign of the machine candidate for the SGA president. Wow. 1989. Greeks force a local pizza chain to close. Okay. Whoa. 1993. Candidate running against the machine attacked with a knife. Don't Yo, fuck this with is the machine, wild. man. I told you. It's huh. nuts. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little bit more research on this. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, when did you where did you hear about this? I saw uh, I, uh, an article just popped up, uh, like the interview that I told you about popped up on Facebook, and they showed him talking about the machine, and they were talking about how like it's been like a secret society, and nobody fucks with the machine. Hmm. Because if so, you do, you could get killed. 2013 lawsuit alleges machine involvement in local city election. The machine's influence is not just limited to the University of Alabama campus. The New York Times reported last month that a losing candidate for the Tuscaloosa City Board of Education filed a lawsuit after a SSGA president and machine candidate was elected on a wave of Greek voting. UA sorority members were offered free drinks and limo rides if they voted in the City Board of Election, City Board of Education elections, according to an email sent out to at least one sorority. Members were encouraged to vote for former president... Um, and an alumni, both of whom ended up winning their respective district. Wow. That's wild. As early as 2013 is the last reported incident. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. The machine. The machine. That's scary. There's stuff like that exists, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Shadow government. That there's secret societies running the world, and it may not be as, you know, you don't want to believe, like, you could get, like, as big as the Illuminati, you know, that's fun or whatever, or, like, Satanism in the government, like however deep you want to go, but like, and also, um, if you're a Satanist and you listen to this, I don't know. I'm not being funny. Like, I understand that like not all Satanism is like the pagan, like Christian, like devil worship stuff. I understand it's not that. So, not you know, just so we don't get, we don't sound stupid, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the place we were we, raised in. We know what, uh, yeah. we know what the Satanism <laughs> is like a parody of religion. We get, yeah. It. We understand. Well, in in some cases, in other cases, it's just like uh, 
a belief in yourself, like be your own God. Like it's as simple as that. You don't believe anything other than that. But um, anyway, um, yeah, dude, it's wild to think about like all the things we don't know. I just think it's fun. It makes me laugh. It gets me giddy. It gets me excited. I'm getting excited right now just because uh, I think it's fun. Yeah, I man. think, you know, we, yeah. It's a good time. Who knows? Who Who even knows? And, but here's the thing, man. And here's like, I can't remember who I was saying this to the other day, but I was like, uh, oh, oh, okay. So um, Alyssa's family, they have this, um, her, Alyssa's mom takes care of this elderly woman and she, you know, pays to, to live with him and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, she takes care of her. And uh, she likes talking to me because, you know, I'll talk to her. I'll be nice or whatever. And she was asking me about like, she's like, uh, she's very, um, Republican. She's like, what do you think about all these Democrats? And I'm like, oh, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch. I don't care. I was like, we're all going to die. Nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's true. It's about where I'm at, too. That's where I'm at. And it's not um, and it's not like this negative thing, um, because I was I was talking it's like with focus um, on the wrong things. Yeah, I was talking with a friend of mine and like especially like like the idea of like being like, you know, us being in the church and being raised up in the church and stuff like that. There's like a heavy emphasis, especially in the Pentecostal church on this idea of like, you have a specific destiny and the church calls it like a calling something you are called by God to do. And like, that's your mission. No, and that's dude, your two mission. people fucked and now I have to pay bills. That's all well, it is to me. Um, I, I, I don't believe that he, now I'm trying to work it out theologically, but I'm leaning towards like, like, uh, I don't believe that each person has a specific destiny and a specific calling. Like, uh, I don't believe that. And, um, once you, with me, at least I'm finding comfort in the fact that I'm not important and that things don't have to be so big and so heavy yeah, on my own shoulders exactly. all the time. Because yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's huge. Like once you realize that, that like, Oh no, not I, people don't have to rely on me. I don't have this like mission that I have to right. like take on or I will, I, I, I'll disappoint the Lord. Right. So like, you know, in the aspect of God, like, if you think about God, how they describe it in the Bible is like he's the beginning and the end. He's all time or whatever. So time to God means nothing. They say that an eternity is nothing to him. Well, that's an eternity is an amount of time we can't even fathom, you know? So like, so let, I look at it this way, like in the span of eternity, I do not matter. Like, no, <laughs> no um, Jerry Seinfeld, I don't. Jerry Seinfeld has famously... Whenever he would, yeah. was writing Seinfeld, he was when he would get stuck. He had this giant poster of like the universe and like stars, and then yeah, he would always look at look up at it when the writers would get stuck, and he's like, "You see that? Find Earth. Can you find Earth? No. Yeah, doesn't matter. None of this matters. Our stupid TV show doesn't matter." Yeah. And that's the same thing is like we are every one of us we're the star of our own movie when we're walking around and we're like 
we think that like everything we do is significant and buddy like it doesn't have to be and that's okay like we right. could just like live and die and never do anything and that's fine like yeah I'd, i want to strive for more and i want to strive for a better life and like the american dream or whatever that is and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> but if i die poor and never accomplishing anything that's fine too there's there's a beauty in that you know there's a beauty in 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 the insignificance of a person's life as much as there is in someone who's influential and someone who makes an impact yeah i i think specifically for me it's more of like the religion thing of not feeling like you have uh the idea of destiny like i said like on your shoulders all the time and like yeah. have the weight of the world on you and like you have to Cause there constantly was, there's a lot there's a while where you're like you couldn't even really live without that pressure sure yeah and that's like, true man a lot of that was like self-inflicted pressure because no one else in 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 that group cared about you as much as you cared about what you were doing because you yeah. thought it was your destiny <laughs> yeah and like you're better off now than you ever have been, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. We're all growing. We're all figuring it out. Yeah. And that's my point is to try. And that's what I'm really trying to do is like expand me as a person. I wrote some stuff down, some notes the other day. Um, just like ideas. This is just to help Austin grow. And uh, we had people reach out to us and said they like this. So deal with it. Um, Suck our nards. But this is just like me, like I have an, an issue with seeing things outside my own perspective. And um You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that, but like <laughs> there's a lot of time where you're just where you'll be like, Well just suck it up. Like do it do it this way. Why are you like blah 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 and move on? Yeah, And it's not like a, a, you're not being selfish and you're not being like an asshole about it. It's just like the way you see things are a lot different than the way other people see things. But you don't understand why other people don't see it the way you see it. <laughs> I do. So, um, so I wrote down, if I surround myself with things that reinforce the way that I already think the world works, how am I going to grow? Um. If I'm never challenged, I only I'm only reinforcing my own weaknesses and my own insecurities. And then you turn into Chris like, Jones. <laughs> yeah, like if you don't do those things. Yeah, and, and and Chris Jones isn't the worst thing you could be, but oh man, it's tough, huh? Yeah, that guy is uh, as stubborn as a mule on a Thursday. Yeah, I mean him and Stone Cold are neck and neck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Like this. Um I do I do have a habit um in a lot of things I do where it's just like the quickest like um like you know what like if your hands bothering you like cut off your hand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like or it's like very metaphorically. Just like, <laughs> it's very just like cut and dry. Like oh that sucks, fucking don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, I am like that. Though. You are. You really are. <laughs> and it's helped me a lot, honestly, because I, I worry about everything. 
And um, like with me, I would like to be less lazy. And I know that's, I'm, it's so tough, man, to like break habits and. Yeah, sure. Let's just do our, our, let's do our New Year's resolutions right now. Let's just. No, I don't believe in that. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying let's, what, let's, let's improve what can we improve improve about ourselves doesn't have to be new year's but it's a perfect time okay. to do that so what do, what can <laughs> but we, it's not use new year's resolution Boy. yeah Let's we're just, starting a revolution whoop, whoop. do you want a revolution whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. um whoop, whoop. but yeah i think that's the thing that i can work on is like laziness i am so ready to just find the easy way to do anything and i don't want to work yeah, but, for anything yeah but we talked about that and i my answer to that was a lot different i think than just uh just do it just uh, yeah. yeah yours was like you're, you 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 coming here like we're about to get real real emotional <laughs> on this podcast but you coming don't here don't get emotional bud you <laughs> coming <laughs> no, but you <laughs> No, but you coming here uh in October like really helped me a lot. I needed yeah. that. I needed that push. I needed that inspiration. I didn't do anything. Yeah, but you did. You did you did a lot more than you think. You walked it all over yeah, this damn place. I did <laughs> listen i did though is the thing <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you did and i checked after caitlin taught me how to do it i checked my phone dude in like three days i had walked like forty-eight thousand steps that's combined with the day we were at universal which we did like we did like 18 19 000 steps that day but the other days i did like 10 11 000 steps that's crazy <laughs> yeah walked all over this fucking place <laughs> but it, it 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 was it, it, I really needed that and I really appreciated appreciate you as a friend and I don't say that enough like oh thanks buddy. you're like you're such a significant part of my life and you mean so much to me and like it's more than just the jokes and it's more than just like what we do on here and like yeah this is a great thing this is a great thing about our friendship and i'm so glad we're doing this because in in 10 more years we're gonna have all this and we're gonna show our yeah. stupid kids this bullshit we're gonna be able to sit at our family gatherings together with jimmy wang yang's family and, and Dwayne's, Dwayne's family, family and stone and cold's gonna be throwing beers he, jimmy buffett will still be alive hopefully stone cold throws the beers in my fantasy he's not catching them he's throwing them to me no, yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, I agree. You're my best friend in the whole world. We have lots of fun. I appreciate you. We just, uh, I don't know, man. It just clicks. It just gels. We're just good buds. Just good pals doing good pal stuff. I think that, like, even since we started this podcast, like, especially, like, in the humor aspect of our friendship, it has gotten so much yeah. tighter. We've become gooder f pals. We've become gooder pals, but we've also become gooder comedians. Yeah, if you can call us at, that, or can as, you call us that? As Jonetta, at Jonetta used to say, "Commodians." <laughs> oh, I love that. You think you're a commodian? Oh yeah, I used to hear that. I'm a commodian all the time. 
<laughs> professional Cambodian. Um, yeah, man. You. Well, I think we put a bow on this one, baby. We put a bow on it. Did we communicate our points? I'm just saying, I'm just trying to be better in my own way, and it feels good to be unimportant. That's it. That's all I was saying. Yeah, it feels good to just like just be a it. guy. Yeah. Be the guy. I'm the to dog. To be the man. <laughs> <laughs> I love yard. To be the big dog in the yard. Is <laughs> I'm just trying to be a big dog in small yard. Listen, I'm just, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> Is the thing. Are you the guy? I'm the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm to the, guy. the three people that got that joke. Um this was real wrestling heavy and I am mad at it. I'm the new guy with DJ Qualls and Eddie Griffin. I'm the new guy. I've seen that. Guys her. follow Shane at Shane is oh, rad. No, that's road trip when Instagram. he said I boinked her. <laughs> follow me. <laughs> At Austin W. Jones on Instagram. Follow the what? podcast, Wait. Nice Boys Podcast, at Twitter, oh. Instagram, Facebook. Send us an email at niceboyspodcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, and review on iTunes. If you give us a review, we'll read it here on the show. The band is Shane, dog. Can I tell you about my favorite? The band is Dog Cops. Yeah, tell me. But your I favorite love dog band cops. is Dog Cops. They're my favorite band. Their EP is called Zang. The song is yeah. called Outrageous. That's our theme song. Go listen to that That's shit. A theme song. Listen to their new song. It's Sturgill real good. Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Listen, listen to their new song. Uh, you got a you got an outro on this boy? Um, before we outro, uh, did you finish your notes that you have? What? Was that all your notes? Yeah. That was all you wanted to say. I'm not doing a bit. Shit. Fuck. I'm still recording. Um. But, uh,